Welcome to The Hot Flush, the world's premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my effervescent <laughs> friend. <laughs> friend, Mrs. Berry. How are you? Uh, I've had... Okay, okay. Okay. I'm going to go first. Are right? you? Hang on, I need to fix your mic. Keep talking. Okay. I. It's Monday. We're podcasting on a Monday because it's less frenetic and there's less people in the house. And I was away this weekend. And you were away this weekend. And it's nicer, actually, anyway. Anyway, um, I started the day by getting uh, camera crotched <laughs> by Anna at Harbour Radi- Radiology. Hi, Anna. Anna. Does- Shout out to Anna. Yeah, Anna doesn't have a great sense of humour. I don't find any of those women waving those wands have a good sense of humour. And quite frankly, if I had one of those wands, I don't think I would either. I I had every trick in my book. I pulled out every line I could. I you even should, you should probably like tell people what crotch cam is. Uh, crotch cam is when they put a tiny... Oh, not a it's tiny. It's not that tiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the size of like a Stablo highlighter, maybe? Uh, up your vajorts to have a look at what's going on because there's shit going on and I've been talking about I thought it was a long, like an actual wand. No. Like it's white and long. No. That's what I She had. only showed me. She said, oh, I'm just pointing out now is about, what's that, two inches? I'm only putting this much up. I went, okay. And then just the tip. <laughs> and then she, she, t- she lubed it all up. She had a good look around and said, how long is this going to take? She said, five to ten minutes. And I was like, holy shit. So, of course, I start my comedy routine because I've been watching 30 Rock all weekend. <laughs> she did not like it. Um, and so I get the results to see whether I'm dying tomorrow. Yay! Oh, look, you don't look like a cancer patient. <laughs> That's what my gastroenterologist regularly tells me. You don't look like you have pancreatic cancer. Okay. All right, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, thanks, mate. Meanwhile, back to me. <laughs> Here, I'll just sit back now. Can I just say... Uh, just can, south, can we just give a warning? Content south warning. of the border. Content warning. Content warning. We're talking about... Genital region. South of the border, I don't know what's going on down there, but it is a train wreck. I don't think I treated my thrush thoroughly enough. So it's all a bit itchy and a Shout bit Shout out to all our corporate sponsors. <laughs> and then I have a hemorrhoid the size of a gopher. And let me just tell you, I don't get them that often and it's just not enjoyable. So there's, there's that hemorrhoid cream on the back you know, up the up the date and then there's the Coneston crane up the up the front. Uh, it's like a slip and slide down there and it's not a good one. Did you ever tell you the time that my mum gave me the Coneston oh, no. pessary and I ate it? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give me the instructions. I was on these antibiotics, so I was only young. Oh and my she god. She goes, here you go and I just uh, just she goes, Did you put it up okay? And I went, Oh <laughs> I chopped it in half and ate it. What okay. the fuck? I've never you, been that bright. You, you ate a pessary. Yeah. Was it, were you all right? Oh, fine. I did, nothing really happened. She had to go and get another one. I had to pop it up me, but no oh. one tells you these things. You're not That's born a, with a list of instructions. <laughs> You're really not. You can't assume can I know I anything. Say, when, when, when everything down there is just not right. No, oh, it's not good. You're just not right. Like everything's just. That's like period poo. You're like uncomfortable. Oh. You're uncomfortable and you're just like, you know, and then we had sex the other night and there was lots of blood and I was like, am I getting another period? But then there wasn't – and the doctor had only just had a look up there because of the thrush, so it's not like there's a – like, I don't know. What did you get the thrush? I don't know what's going on down there. What did you get the thrush from? Are you wearing leather undies again? (laughs) It's that pearl thong. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I reckon – my my Bond's cotton tails. Uh 
thrush free. I am um, no. All I wear is the Bonds uh, hipster brief, and I just buy them whenever they're half price at Woolies. Yeah, that's the kind of classy lady I am. Remember that time I wore white undies and I showed you? I know. They've got. They're not. They're no longer with us. <laughs> they're no longer for this world. Uh, I had to go. <laughs> okay. What was the how? What? How was your week? What was the highlight of your week? I can't get past the weekend and how I basically turned myself into a like a just a roasted. I was roasting from the inside, yeah. and people going, "Oh, you should have aircon." And I'm like, "I live in a two hundred year old house, and you're not even allowed to bloody do anything to no, it. No, you can't even put a nail in the wall no, for a painting. No, yeah. So more for me. <laughs> they go, I "Oh, I've got aircon," and then occasionally you'll get someone going, "I don't have aircon," and so then I bonded with a lot of people over the weekend who didn't, who didn't have, have air, aircon. aircon. Yeah, um, went out for dinner last night. We just went down the pub to get a bit of relief. Oh, um, my kids shat me to tears. They fought the whole time. Uh, highlight, highlight, highlight. Yes, I had two girlfriends come and stay last weekend, and they are very naughty. Because Mr. Woog was away. I had two girlfriends. Come, one come from Kellyville, one come from Newcastle. And they are girls that I've oh, met no. on the Woog's World trip to Phuket. And they Aww. are the, honestly. Is I that am, who you went to Ubercate with? Yes. Because I looked at them and I went, I think they're Phuket. I think they're yeah. Phuket ladies. They are. Yeah. Phuket ladies are pretty special. Anyway, I've never laughed so much in my <laughs> life. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. It was just the, you know, that's my tonic. Yes. And that's why I needed to see you today. Yes. Um, so I had them and we had a sleepover and then we met Mrs. Goodman for dumplings and that was a good day. Yeah. Rob and I went to Canberra. Yes, why? Because our friend Rachel lives in Canberra. And she is part of the LGBTQI choir down there that is spelt choir with a Q-W-I-R-E, which Rachel just hates because that's not how you spell choir. That's and like, quite frankly, I'm in her camp. That's why like business um, chicks, I don't like their logo, the hot pink sort of. No, yeah. and business chicks, chicks. And then it's all in that fun font. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like we're not a Go up! It's like, a, it's like an old-fashioned like Libra sanitary pad ad where you're dancing on the beach. Mind you, I do like... In white. The, I, I do like uh, Emma Isaacs who runs it. She's oh, a nice... Oh, she's a... She's a... Fucking amazing. Holy I love her. And I was, at a, I was at a function once and she came up and introduced herself to me and I'm like... How do you know who I am? You're, you're like the Oprah. You're like our esteemed leader. I know. <laughs> she's amazing. Um, so, so we went so down. get rid of the she logo. performing. <laughs> yeah. She was performing, the choir was performing, it was in a park. I was very nervous because I don't do really the outdoors and I don't do picnics because what the fuck? You have to Unless take there's macadamia there. crusted. Let's just say I think I peaked early with, uh, with my picnicking and that was the beginning and the end. And so, but it was just lovely. Canberra does a green space very well. And I am one of the few people that actually really like Canberra. Oh, I think that lots of people like it. I like Newcastle. It's really pretty. Like you look around, like you look out everywhere and you see mountains in the distance and and there's... Is there I any, really is there like any sort of like drunks on park benches or anything like this around, around we here? Were, actually, we were talking about that going, are there any homeless people in Canberra? I think they're like allowed the to be. And I'm just going, I don't, I don't think so. Like well, they have but to be. Mainly... The, one of the main reasons I think why there wouldn't be is the climate. Like the climate's too extreme. Like in winter you would just freeze to death mm. and in summer you would be roasted like a pig on a spit. I so, was roasted like a pig on the spit in the weekend. Yeah. Um, I cried three times yesterday. Oh, like my Adelaide, like my Adelaide summer trip. Yes. I went to I went to Adelaide in the summer. It was 47 degrees and I cried three times. 
That can't be healthy for your body to be in that sort of temperature. No. No, and I think some people are some people are genetically capable, and others are not. And I and you, I don't know what it is today, but today is perfect for me. Today is like well, it's only like twenty five degrees. Yes, humidity is tolerable. We're talking about. The I weather. know. I've got to stop. Let's move on. Uh, um, no, no, I haven't finished my Canberra story. Okay. Um, we stayed at the Nishi. Hey, you know the? Uh, is it Ovolo or Ovolo or no, Ovolo? O v o l o. Volva. Volva. Evolver. Anyway, we stayed at the Nishi, which is yes, which is super fancy, and we just stayed in a we stayed in the smallest, also cheapest room. But because I have a real problem with big hotel rooms, because what are you doing with all that space? It, you're paying for just a, a space for activities that you are not going to do. Like chess. Oh, I was thinking more like a sex party, but you know, sure, <laughs> chess. <laughs> anyway, it was very lovely. I had the aircon on 18 and it was literally like a bunker and it still was not cold enough. So, I don't know. I, and it's like a green building. So, I reckon mm, the aircon, which was powered by mice on, you on, know, on bicycles. Yeah, it was just not. Anyway, um, we had dumplings for dinner. Oh, so good. I've been in a very dumpling drought. Like, I just haven't liked them. It's the smell of them cooking in the bamboo, in a bamboo steamer. I don't like it. But because uh, of the steam, this got me back. To, this got me back onto the uh, onto that. And then yesterday morning, we went to the National uh, Gallery, and we saw the Know My Name exhibition, which is female artists from 1900 to now. So that would be cool. It it was good. It was not how I imagined it, and I think I could have curated it better. But you know, far Jesus. be it, far be it from me. The uh, you know what do they call them? The armchair critic, the peanut gallery, yeah. the I wanted it to be more like these are the 1900s, these are the 19, you know, 1900 to 1920 or something and then showcase the female artists in that time frame and then she's getting bored and then, you know, <laughs> and go through it like that but it just didn't really do that. Well, look, I can actually see from my house the uh, Sydney gallery and yes. I still haven't been to see the Arthur Street and exhibition. I what, know. Like, why? Why? When did we become these people, Do you Kim? know what we're talking about next? Gardening. Oh, the weather just, going to the art losing. going to the art gallery. I can hear people turning off I right know. now. Although I did talk about my vagina and having hemorrhoids, which actually came from some robust butt sex. But you know, like we don't need to go that far down the train. But yeah, so we have covered that. We we, we light and shade people. Light, light and shade. shade. Well, I'm going to move on to on the list. Oh yes. Okay, I've got a few. Yes, people who abash Dan Andrews. I find it really – now, we did not experience it. Like, we were not down there. We did not live through that. Uh, they have eradicated it, so you have to give him some sort of, you know. Yeah, it worked. Um, but the the virulence of the hatred of those that do hate him is really quite shocking. I know. Anyway, I think he's a top bloke. I think he's done a good job. I think he continues to do a good job and I think if you're a Dan Basher, you can fuck off. There we go. Right. What's Who's next? Uh, climate deniers. Oh. And we're just going to touch quickly on this because that was bullshit that weekend. That was bullshit. <laughs> that was bullshit, mate. And it's just going to get bullshit. worse. And everyone was on my page going, oh, I just think it's a sign of things to come. And I was like crying. Going, I, I know. Well, it's it. – yeah, I know. And then, then you've got all the air conditioning happening. They've been pumping all the power outages yes. all over Sydney. Anyway, and the last thing that's on my list is just 
entrepreneurs <laughs> who produce products that we don't need. Yeah. I think you are the worst, actually, because I saw something um, – social media because I've also been doing a lot of scrolling. Of course. Well, you have to minimise physical activity. You've got to I haven't been going to reform a Pilates. Oh, reform a Pilates. Does that mean that you used to be a Pilates person and now you're reformed? No, I think that that you're just trying to reform the waste that you've let your body descend to. Oh, okay. I'm going to look up that. Can we just talk about that? I want to come back to that because there's something that I'm about to embark on. Okay. Um, I saw a product that is basically, and I have taught, uh, written about um, vaginal masks. Now, this is a, a mask for your bums. So, if you've been on Instagram, like you know, the bums are in, like bums are where it's at, and right. everybody's showing their bottom. So now you can get, they're like an oval-shaped sticky thing, and you stick them on like that, yeah, and like they moisturise your bum. Oh, for fuck's sake! People have too much time and too much money. I'm going to find out who that is. And Are you going to, like, do a hate campaign? I think I might. Oh. I'm 47. I've just <laughs> been cam- crotch Cameron. I'm going downhill at a rapid rate. I need time to leave my legacy, Kim. I have not left my legacy yet. So, my friend Paula... Someone in Bondi is going to die. So, my friend Paula led the campaign against the... Camper vans, you know, that had all the oh, second. Yeah. She led that and just got the whole thing canned, right? But you, you're going to do it with the butt moisturisers and I'm here for it. I am cheerleader number one. Yeah, and I am <laughs> I am picketing Bondi because <laughs> everything, and I put this up somewhere the other day, anything that has the word Bondi on it, like Bondi Sands, Bondi Tan, Bondi yep. this, Bondi that, automatic. Dead. No. Dead to us. Dead. Because it's us. made in fucking China. Yeah. start. Anyway. Oh, look at me. <laughs> what did you want to come back to perform the lattes? <laughs> oh, so uh, Bridie Jabour, who is an amazing journo and works at The Guardian, I think. She's a very good friend with Rick, who, yep. you know, is a is a, um, a friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Rick she, Morton, shout out to yeah, Rick Morton. She put a um, post Has up a new the book out. He does. Out. I'm desperate to read it, but I'll just have to add it to the four other books that are now on my bedside table because that – you should see the books. Still. I'll take you up during the break and show you the books on my bedside table and that will show you the state of mind that I am in. <laughs> do you read just one book at a time or do you read bits of different books? Bits of different books and I never read fiction. Ah, uh, yeah. And here's the problem. My publisher wants me to write fiction. Oh. I've told you the story that you need to write. The fiction story. I've told you. About the gun and the kid. And the, yeah. And that yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And remember, and you went, that's a really good idea. And I went, I know. Well, it goes running out the other day. <laughs> well, actually, reckon? this was when you were not in a good place. So maybe oh, I need okay. to tell you now that you're backfiring on well, the Well, let's cylinders. not do it now because um, then, well, we'll, then someone will, someone steal, will the steal the idea. idea. Jinx, you owe me a soda. <laughs> You've done that twice now. <laughs> um, Jasper had the crowd over again on Friday night and there are now three rules. Mm-hmm. No one is to leave the premises because there's a couple of beagles in the group that'll just, you know, head off. off. Fuck. It's like, can you just not? It's just... No. It's, it's, you're here or you're not. Yeah. Go home. Uh, they have to at least pretend to be asleep by two <laughs> and they have to clean up before they leave. Yeah. And so at two o'clock, they were like, they were all sort of... And then they're all... It's serious. It was like they're on school camp. There's all of them just... Some of them just going, shh, shh, shh. And then others just talking really quietly. And then suddenly... <laughs> Because they're teenagers and they have no self-control. And Jasper reached a point, he was coming up the hallway and he just shook his head at me and he goes, oh, it's just 
just they're just it's just they're just being so annoying. <laughs> I'm just and I'm like, where are you going? And I'm just going to my own bed. <laughs> he just went to bed, shut the door, and I said to him, "Is it okay if I use parental tones?" And he went, "Yeah, go for it." So I fully used parental tones at them. Had to do it a couple of times over about ten minutes, and then they quietened down enough that you know they were probably all still awake all night. Yeah. But and then Rob and I had to leave early in the morning to go to Canberra and we came home yesterday afternoon to a pristine house. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got mine trained very well and you know yes. you know Harry's crew. Um, they're quite large and um, <laughs> they're very, very funny but they are very well trained. I've even got Isaac making me a gin and tonic now which I'm sure goes against every rule <laughs> of every sort of thing. I want to tell you what, like, so um, – and then we left – and a lot of them were like, do you want us to leave because you're not here? And it was like, no, you guys are okay. You can hang out. You can't stay the night tonight, but yeah. you can hang out because it's going to be 5,000 degrees. And it's like, no, hang out. Go to the beach. Do what, you know. Mm. So well, sometimes I come home in the back door and there's three of them sitting on the couch. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I just, I kind of, yeah. I mean, you know, that feels, that's kind of good, I guess. Anyway. Uh, Jasper then, we were in Canberra and he sent me this, he sent me a message on Saturday afternoon saying, hey mum, I just wanted to say thanks for letting everyone stay last night. We all had a blast and after you left, they stuck around, we went to the beach and everything. So yeah, dot, dot, dot. Thanks for being awesome. That's nice. Isn't he a beautiful boy? That's so nice. You are doing such a good job. We got a beautiful message from a reader today. Do you want to read that one out without leaving her name out? Well, leaving her name out. Leaving her name out, yeah, sure. I haven't gotten back to you yet, sorry. But she shared it with me and we both I've been busy watching 30 Rock. (laughs) Woog out! She said, Mrs. Woog, you and your gorgeous friend Mrs. Berry have been the light of my life during a long Melbourne lockdown. I'm a 52-year-old menopausal woman who has been struggling with hormones, depression and anxiety for a long, long time. You women make me feel normal. Today's pod is so timely. Coming out of 14 weeks of solo lockdown, I have eaten all the white food groups, a.k.a. carbs. I could totally relate to all the body image stuff. Why do we do it to ourselves? And big kudos to you for seeing your doctor and getting the support you need. And you ladies resolved my poo problem. Realised it was the bloody magnesium tablets. It's always the magnesium tablets. Uh, unless you have a malfunctioning pancreas. Uh, we are needs, not doctors. Yeah. Who needs a GP when oh. I have you? No, no, you do need a GP. <laughs> you really need a GP. Like, please. And you like, need a counsellor and you need a kinesiologist yeah. and you need everyone, but you can come here for good old-fashioned free advice. That's right. Uh, thanks for keeping it real. Oh. Tell Kim I think she looked awesome on SBS. I bought the green boots she had on. Love, love, love. Don't change. What a keeper. Jam list. Jam list. Yeah, I lose that every week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else is on our normal, regular overview? Um, You. We haven't had a Kim's unusual work fact for a while. Oh, so today um, we've just released our top 100 food and drink be- food and drink companies in Australia report. Who was number one? Uh, Fonterra, which is a big dairy company. And second was JBS, which is a big meat processing company. And third was CC Amatol, which is Coca-Cola Amatol. And fourth was hmm, Lion. 
Maybe. I think Lion. They're beer people, aren't they? It'd be Lion. But yeah, brewery. And fifth was Treasury Wine Estates. So booze. Yeah. So <laughs> here's an interesting fact for you. Part of the whole current issue, trade uh, trade tensions between us China. and China, uh, first thing that happened was it put a ban on three of Australia's biggest abattoirs from exporting to China because of some problem of labelling or whatever. Then they whacked a 60% tariff on our barley exports and now they have put on wine. Treasury Wine Estates I, in particular, I don't know if this percentage is across the border if it's, this is just specifically for TWE. They have to every, – every wine product they're sending to China that's two litres or under – Will be will have a hundred and sixty one point something percent tariff put on it that they have to pay, and then there's potential for other tariffs after that, and it's going to be in place for the next until April, with the possibility that it will extend through till August. Now I've taken a big step back from world um, happenings because I just we can't it, control it. I can't control it. Yep. I'm just trying to keep and it's myself very anxiety. Sane. Yep, but. What's going on? So that's going to wipe about – that could wipe potentially about 30% of uh, wow. Treasury Wine Estates' profits. Um, they've got a new CEO who's been in for about – since the middle of the year who's an absolute – he's great and dynamo. And, and the, the conference call this morning was, um, you know, they were, you know, they were very – trying to be very positive in an incredibly terrible – um, situation for their business and just don't like it's not just someone like Treasury Wine Estates who's really big or Accolade Wines think of other wineries that are exporting that are not do not have the the um, uh, the diversity within their portfolio so Treasury Wine Estates has vineyards and wineries all o- around the world so I think what we're trying to say and what I've got the gist of is if you're buying wine at the moment and I'm not because wine just buy Australian buy Australian wine. just buy Australian wine do just everything you can buy to support Australian wine our local markets and it's really interesting you know because buy Tasmanian China is saying buy Jams don't buy the French stuff I anymore uh, yeah buy Arras Champagne, I love all sparkling wine. See, that's just like a hot flush in a glass. It is a hot flush in a glass, but you know, I'll do it for the country. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a giver. I'm such a giver. I'm. I I am. I'm just. You know, I've just written down the name of this episode. It's called the Muffin Butt episode. (laughs) We talked about my muffin, your butt. Yeah. Um, We're going to take a break because this is a short and sharp one this week. It is a short and sharp because uh, someone has to take someone to somewhere because that's what we do now. I'm going to pick them up from school, get them home, get them changed, get them to work. And uh, Kim's going to whack on some cookies. Yes. And we're going to come back and talk to her about how to survive Christmas. Christmas (gasps) anxiety. You've got a huge, 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 big response from you about that. And some of them aren't that nice. Oh. See you after the break. And we're back from that short commercial break. Did you enjoy that advertisement? It was fantastic. That's probably going to buy us, what, half a stick of gum? (laughs) (laughs) There was no advertisement. Um, I just, before we move on to Christmas anxiety, which is a true and real thing, I just want to bring up Anna, the radiographer, again today, who basically accused me of lying. What? Okay, so you can't. When you have a, the crotch cam, yes. you can't eat anything and you couldn't have a coffee or anything. So, that's right. you know, problematic to start with. But I chugged two of those big yes. bottles of water. Because you have bladder stuff, yes. Because it has to, you have to have a bladder. And yes. then she said, you didn't drink the water. And I said, Anna, <laughs> I drank the water. And she goes, you must be very dehydrated. <gasps> How very dare she. <laughs> well, well, 
let's not make that's not really accusing you of lying. It is. That's just being concerned about your hydration. But I've been drinking water like it's nobody's business. Yeah, but it's been five thousand. You've been living in a furnace. Well, she should have actually just done it without the accusation tone. <laughs> Shut up, I'm cranky. Christmas anxiety, it's everywhere. I'm starting to see people already whinging about it. Why do we... Okay, so here's what my my thing is. When you're young, it's a magical time. Yes. It's a magical time to do fuck all. You don't. You just get up, you get presents, you get food, and then you Yeah, and then you run around and play with your cousins cousins and your toys all day. And then... Your mum sort of starts... And you get to eat unlimited amounts of chocolate because... I know, because it's just everywhere. Yeah. And then your mum sort of starts to pass the baton (laughs) to, Uh like, her children going, I just can't host Christmas this year. Who's going to host? And we all look at my sister Lizzie because she's got a pool and a really cool house and, you know... (laughs) And then Lizzie goes, I'm going to have a break this year. And then they all look at me and Mm. I'm like... (gasps) Have you got Christmas here this year? I'm in negotiations. Right. I'm in renegotiations because... I love having Christmas at my house. Certain things have come up which means that we might have to have it at mum's. So, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Why do we spend all that time, effort, money, energy uh, to have people over that sometimes you don't really like? Mm. Um, Why do we do it? Um... Uh, expectation. It's seriously just societal expectation. And I just, yeah, really. And some people say, you know, it's not worth the fallout. In which case, you then have to, you know, that's your choice. You have to suck it up. Mm. And I also think we d- people don't use their words. No. And then they get hot and they put alcohol in. And, and they don't use too much words. food, and it's hot. Yeah, I just think. And someone looks at you the wrong way. But there's so many situations, don't you think, within those family dynamics, yeah. where if people actually just, and not just on Christmas Day, like yeah. just in general in those relationships, yeah. instead of rolling their eyes at something their their brother or their sister or their sister-in-law or their some, you know, instead of doing that, actually going. What's going on? Why do you think some people use that day as as a little launch of personal snide attacks? Because that's happened to me and that's happened to a lot of people because mm. we got a huge response from you guys, you know, uh, calling each other some really nasty names. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's in the comments. Wowzers. Let's, let's have a look at some of the comments, okay, Kim. let's have a look. I'm going to have a look. Um... Oh, yes, I do like that. Christa, uh, Karen actually talks about using cloth Christmas bags instead of wrapping presents. Yeah, wrapping presents is the pits. The absolute pits. We use our whole family. Oh, cookies. Cookies. Hang on. Wendy Homemaker's just gone off to check the biscuits. And they smell quite nice. I love it that you're the only person that's ever used the timer on that oven. Okay, no one's no one's understanding this. Oh yeah, because I'm far away from the mic. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, in in our family, we all just use the same bags, like the same Christmas bags that you all get at the two dollar shop. Yeah. And then we just rotate, like all of us. It's now the family joke that you, and then you either just keep them and then you use those ones the next year, or you give them back. Um, do you it's all do presents? Uh, yeah. Which I. Kind, I wish we did that 
um, that that Chris Kringle thing where you get one person and you spend like a hundred bucks on them. Or yeah, something. that's what we do. I wish we did that, but that's what we do. So there's a lot of us. My sister-in-law, my sister-in-law and I have agreed that this year we're just giving all of the cousins like thirty bucks each. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them. I She's know. got three. We've got four. That's a lot of... Like, if we were giving each of them, like, 50 bucks, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, we've got this thing... Oh, very close to the microphone. Sorry there, ladies. <laughs> um, we've got this thing that we do a Christmas draw and there's a 24-hour period that you can lodge a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all the brothers and sisters and brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws all give... Uh, one present to their nominated person, and that's so much better. And the so Woog, much better. And the Woog side, they just don't do presents because they just don't. See, that's like really good. I think it's good because I don't want anything. I don't, I don't want anything. No, I don't want anything either. I just want to be with everyone. Yeah, and have a big lunch, eat too much, laugh, laugh, sleep. Yeah, and this year we're having it at um, my in-laws, and they've got a pool. And so you just eat too much and then you squeeze yourself into your bathers that haven't really properly fitted for about three years. So this is the Wasbans. The Wasbans yeah. parents. Yeah. That's so we'll all be there. Up of you all. We'll all be there and the Wasband and his now wife will be there and it's just Did she change lovely. her name? I don't know. Oh, interesting. I know, right? Oh. If you got married, would you change your name? I don't know. We we when we talk about it, um, Rob actually says that he'd quite like to change his name. To Barry? Yeah. Because he said, I want to be a part of Team Barry. Like, you changed your name because you wanted to be Team Barry with your boys. And he goes, I want I never thought I of changing. I never thought of changing my name. Which is ironic because I used the pen name Mrs. Work, but that's not my name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go figure. Yeah. Guys, go yeah, figure. Yeah, your own. Anyway, yeah. And really, at the end of the day, just do what you, yeah, just do do what what you, you want. want. Jesus, people... Um, nice nails, by the way. Thanks. Do you know I've grown my nails? Yeah. Is that so why. you can scratch your hemorrhoid? <laughs> oh, Jesus, I don't want to scratch it. Oh, my God, I can barely – even just wiping is painful. This is the times that you need a bidet, really. This is time – there was a couple of days in there when I was having to use wet wipes. Okay, enough. Let's right. go. Um, Sarah says, you know that there uh, – that – um, oh, you know that there is a thing hearing colours, right? It's called synesthesia. People on the autism spectrum sometimes have, have this it. This is not going to make sense to anyone who's not in the Facebook group. Right. Did you mention something about yeah, this Yeah, I did. Oh, right. A good okay. prep work, Mrs Berry. Good prep work. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've been doing the top 100 all morning. I had like three hours sleep because I was still writing all the stories Do last night. Do you know that... <sighs> um, I'm very tired. What's the makeup lady's name who's really bubbly and always nice? Go-to skincare. What's her name? Oh, Zoe. Zoe. She made the top uh, 40 millionaires under 40 this week. Holy Go mackerel. You. Go you. Go f- girlfriend. I yeah. love it. Love that. Love that for her. Great product. Yeah. Good people. Good people. Nice yeah. person. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find stuff. I'm trying to find the stuff. Oh, okay. I found it. <laughs> Joe, my, br- my grandmother called my father a cunt once. He absolutely isn't. It was an absolute shocker. As for now, we do Secret Santa to reduce retail madness and buy more prepared food. Wow. wow. Grandma using that word. Grandma. You go, Grandma. I know, right? Um, Even though obviously he's not one. Oh, I know. Look, a lot of people here are talking about doing the hot lunch. I, 
I just don't get it. I don't want a hot lunch. I will do the glazed ham because that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then I want three salads. And a prawns. And, of course, my mum is just like, and potatoes. And I go, no. No. I want I'm not doing potatoes. And then everyone goes, she's 77. Just make her the potatoes. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to hate goes, guilt. And then she just goes, are make her the potatoes the night before. And then she goes, are you going to do, the, are you going to do some pumpkin? And it's like, I'm not doing a hot lunch. Except I've got And then I end up doing a hot lunch. My mum does this fantastic rolled pork oh. thing, which like is mandatory. Mm. Oh, my, um, my friend Beck, who does uh, now, it was, I think she's now called, oh, Beck, she's going to hate me. She was doing, she has a, she produced a book and she, her brand on Insta was Unyucky, like Unyucky Families, and she talks all about meal planning and and gives you meal ideas and she's an absolute gun. She says, meal plan now <laughs> and don't get distracted by all the shiny magazine covers between now and the 25th. Set a budget, delegate jobs, make ahead what you can and do it in such a way that you don't spend the whole day in the damn kitchen and then throw out a mountain of expensive food on New Year's Eve. So true. Good advice. Great advice. Well done, you. Although I do get quite – I get quite miffed if, like, by the end of Christmas Day there's not, like, much left. Because yeah. I'll often send – I'll send people home with – Care packages. Care packages. Yes. Because I was raised right. Because my mum does the best world's best ham – uh, and she does it in brown sugar and stout, and it's <laughs> sticky and glazed. And then she puts it out, and she goes, "Don't you, ta- don't you, don't you touch it?" And I can't help myself. There's always that little slice off the top of yeah. that goodness. And then she's yeah. like, oh, "You just fucking hopeless, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yep, that is me." Uh, it's called cracking the ham. Cracking the ham. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm really tired. Do you know what I hate? For me. Lots of people are talking about doing Kris Kringle. <laughs> AJ says, move overseas. <laughs> Best Christmas I ever had was my auntie, um, Auntie Jo and Uncle Macca owned the uh, hotel in Yass. And we all went down there and they had a pool out the back. And we all stayed in the motel accommodation upstairs. And we were young. Yeah. Um, and there was a really great bakery next door. And we just, I think the parents just got absolutely annihilated <laughs> the entire time because we're in a pub. Um, and we just had the best time. I just, out of all my Christmases, that was my fondest. And how old were you? Oh, probably about 11. Wow. Yeah. Um, Donna says, I'm so stressed about it. I'm dreading it. Oh. My mum is a picky eater and doesn't drink. That's my mum. Mum will literally like I would make three beautiful well, are you big salads. Making the potatoes for and her, and she'll then? like well because she wouldn't eat any of the salads. So yeah, she'll eat a potato, a tiny slice of ham. I have to cook chickens because she'll eat chicken. Uh, uh, they're really difficult, and they don't drink, so they're just. So does your mum go with you to the berries? No, she's going to have Christmas lunch with my brother and his partner. Um, yeah, so it's really hard. Do you know the shops are already fucking nuts? Don't you? Are they? Yeah. I had to go to Chatswood the other day and it's just... I just bought quite a few presents through um, Add to Cart. Yeah, that's Baby Beth's Mac shop. Baby I'm Mac shop. supporting... I'm not buying from And can I just though. say, I bought it on Friday. You get them like the two days later. It, it arrived on Saturday. I know. So just, you know, yeah. people do that. Baby Mac Add to Cart. Go and check it out. Yep. Um, and the gift guys she's got up are really good too. Helpful. They are. And they're just a really nice sort of good ideas for things like um, just not mainstream stuff for like workmates or... And don't you hate the, the present that you get like the scented candle that you know has been sitting in a cupboard somewhere? 
yeah. all the shitty and they're not a good panatoni that not a, someone else got for. But they're not a good. They're not a good scented candle. Oh no! If oh. Someone gives me a glasshouse candle. I'll pick my ears up. Thank yeah. you very much. But uh, if you do get given a panatone, just toast it. Or no. make a bread and butter pudding out of it. Then it's – they're fantastic. I mean, I love panettone just as it is. But that's what you do. If you're not – if you just go, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Make a bread and butter pudding. It's fantastic. Um, Lorna says, say fuck it and get someone else to do all the hard work. <laughs> I buy the food. Hubster does uh, – I get the kids' presents, which is fun, and my family. Hubster does his family. I buy the food. He cooks it. Possibly the only time during the year there is a fair division of labour. That's <laughs> good. That's a great. That's a great. And I really like that he, he does has his to own buy. Has, yes. I like. I have to buy all the presents. What? No, you don't. Well, I do because he is the worst present giver. Oh, is he? Yeah. Remember the time he gave me a leather desk compendium because it was uh, he could because <laughs> he, he could get it and tax deduction. He gave me a office chair once because it was a tax deduction. <laughs> So, yeah, no, he's not buying presents. Oh, it's lucky he's got a hot bod. <laughs> he's such an odd one. Oh, my God, he's odd. I know. He's so odd. We just adore him. Um, uh, Sarah says, I just had a chat about Christmas travel that ended with my husband leaving, slamming the door and yelling, fuck, cunt. Yeah, I'm not so okay with that. There's some Christmas cheer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling sorry for people who are alone at Christmas. <laughs> Uh, was he yelling that at her? Sarah? Was he yelling it at you, or was he just yelling it out of frustration of like, ah, cunt? Because she just says fuck cunt, not fucking cunt. Well, I asked her if she was okay, and she said she was fine. So okay, yeah, fuck, <sighs> cunt. fuck cunt. There's some good words. I think we said they both of those works. words in this podcast so far today. Oh, Jane says, my red hot tip is whenever anyone mentions Christmas, I vaguely tell them what our family is doing, but in reality, we're just having lunch and drinks with our neighbours and then doing what we like. Well, no expectations, no pressure. There's, um, you know, married into a European family. They do it all on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which is so good because it – and then they, they all just sit around and eat the leftovers the next day where it's like we've got to pack the car, pack the dogs, pack all the oh. – get to the uh, seafood markets, make sure all the presents are done, blah, 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 blah. I just think that it should Wait, be- do you do the seafood markets on Christmas morning? Oh, I don't. I think, yeah, that, I just don't understand the people. <laughs> Yes. Um, How very yeah, dare I used somebody to really. <laughs> I used to really. Stop. She's so fierce. Oh my god! Can you press pause? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was so that. that's why we've never missed a delivery since we've got that dog. Yeah. Yeah. Never missed a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Never missed Never anyone. Never missed a, anyone walking by in high vis. Oh, she's going to get you. She's going to get you. She saw me when I parked across the street and just started doing yeah. her crazy losing her shit thing. Like, oh my god, Kim's here! Oh my god, that dog you sent me, me so, me so. There's a dog over on the in the eastern suburbs that needs an owner because all these seven months old. Sorry, oh god. Wow, all of these people went into lockdown and and got puppies. And now the whole of Gumtree is flooded with seven, eight, nine-month-old puppies. So sad. Mm. Can you can you sort of turn a seven or eight-month-old puppy around? Yeah, like of course if it's you can. A compulsive barker and just yippy? yeah, of course you can. But really? you know, well, yeah, 
Yeah. You've quite, but, but this is what I'm saying. They are a member of your family and they you need training. It's like kids. It's like teenagers. If you let them do what they want with no boundaries, they will take the piss. Yes. That's the same with dogs. Yes. Um, any other interesting conundrums from our readers this week? No. No. <laughs> I'm really tired. <laughs> she is really tired. So I feel like because you know, it's three o'clock. I okay. Keep my, so you, you know when you, you need you a cookie. That, you need a cookie. I need a cookie. So I you, need to go and pick up Jasper. Can you just quickly tell us about seeing colours? Oh. So we were okay. we were texting this morning saying you know we should podcast oh, today. Yeah, yes. And she's been oh, up right, all right, night. Right. Yeah, I've been up all night writing and um, and I said to Wiggs this morning, yes, that I was so tired, I was so tired I was seeing colours. And it is actually a thing and it's synesthesia. You can know hear colours, sorry. Of course you can yeah, sorry. see yeah, colours. Of course you can see colours. See, tired. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was, um, I, could, I was hearing colours and I... What do they sound like? Well, it's quite funny, you know, because... When I orgasm, I see colours. <laughs> Just giving her a mini stroke. Like if I come from him no. like... No, <laughs> no, not, not today. Not, not on the day that I got rogered by a camera. We are not doing this now. So, yeah, I get it then. Oh, why did... How did I... Oh, I went into LinkedIn instead of Facebook. Damn. Oh, God. I know, sorry. Producing notes just, is so just, sensational. Just work with me. I'm bored of that now. I know, same. It's, <laughs> it's just really bored. Hey, what are you looking forward to this week? Oh, God. Um, what am I looking forward to? I don't know. Oh, my medical my medical journey continues with the <gasps> GP, kinesiologist and psychologist. Oh. Yes, I'm so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the dentist last week. That was fun. I hate um, the dentist. I know, but my teeth are really clean. That's really good. Kim, um, I'm going to stop you now because you are rambling. What am I doing on Kim. Friday? What's that? Oh, that's the cat's appointment at the vet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not real. And that's not really high on my agenda. Um, you can't say we don't live an exciting life, you know. I think. Sweating and crying. Got, I've got quite a quiet week and I'm pretty okay with that. Are you going to bed at seven o'clock tonight? Yeah. What are you cooking <laughs> for dinner? Uh, roast chook. Oh, easy. I've already done dinner. Have you? Yeah, goulash. Oh, Hunger goulash, signature dish. Well, we're going to love you and leave you. Thanks for joining us this week. I hope we weren't too offensive. Oh, we were so, you know. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) We don't care. If you don't like us, unfollow us. But if you do like us, join our Facebook page and tell your friends and rate us. Yes. We need some more ratings. Yes. Big shout out to the Patreons. They're the people that really love us. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, you're our favourites. You're our favourites. We're going to wish you the merriest of Christmases. But until next week, you have a great week. And as we like to say, just keep plucking.